App Growth community, welcome back to the App Growth Show, where we host mobile experts to unlock valuable and actionable insights on how you can grow your app. No matter where you are in your app growth journey, we are here to help you reach your mobile growth goals. Let's dive right into today's episode. Today marks the final episode of season one on the App Growth Show. We want to express our gratitude to each and every one of you for listening and supporting the show thus far. With that stated, we'd also want to thank each and every one of our guests who have participated with us throughout season one. From CEOs to co-founders, engineers to investors, marketing managers to product managers, and growth executives to revenue officers, we are truly blessed to have had such a diverse list of guests who offered their own unique perspective and expertise regarding the world of apps. In this episode, we'd like to share priceless advice from these 17 mobile industry leaders we've had the pleasure of speaking with to help you fuel your app growth in 2022. Let's start off with some snippets that highlight our first app growth insight, the importance of really understanding your customers. Let's check them out. Start with the customer, um, continue with the customer, finish with the customer. It's all about the customer. Continually test everything that you do. Our app has changed a number of different times based on the ongoing feedback that we get from our consumers, the ongoing feedback we get from creators, and the ongoing feedback that we're starting to get from businesses. So don't be afraid to fail fast, challenge the status quo, but ultimately listen to your customers. It's really important to understand the customer journey. Not the products that we have, but the customer journey of your app. Because each step that your user is taking, the emotions this user have, where you can help this user to move further by this journey. Uh, you need to understand the full flow to see uh, the concrete items where you can improve the quality of your app, improve your, the quality of your communication with the user. And you can do this by carefully checking the app, and writing down this flow of your user. Uh, and then you can use this information in building the marketing strategy of this hat. And then we had the pleasure of talking to Matthias from Tally App and Nico from the popular meditation app, 10% Happier, who give us these other important customer insights. Um, building trust with customers, uh, even before they try Tally, um, provide value early uh, because the, the value of Tally happens or the magic of our app happens once that the user has been um, part of our, our of our lending product for a while, when they can actually start seeing the savings that they're getting on their credit card debt. Uh, so I, I think we, need, we have focused on how we can provide value early. And the third point is just like, how do we explain what Tally does and how it works? Yeah, like it's really important for allowing a customer to to signal how they found you rather than um, relying on an MMP or advertising platform that's just like it's essentially the assigning or taking all the credit whereas it's a much more nuanced picture and a survey really lets you kind of get to the bottom of that. Now Thomas and Corey from Airship really nail down the one specific thing your team needs to start doing right now and that's well Maybe you should hear it from them yourself. Information from social profiles were two of the least likely things that consumers actually wanted to share with a brand for special for, for either personalized interactions or special incentives. 
there were many, many more consumers actually willing to share their social values, which we defined as um, environmental, uh, moral, political, and religious, right? And if you think about the intimacy of that type of data, right, it's much, it's a much stronger basis to try to form a direct connection with a consumer than anything I might be able to harvest from Tom's Facebook page, right? Yeah, you want to do business with me? You need to get to know me. And you need to know, get to know what's important to me about me. You know, what I care about, what I value. And give me something in return, right? right. Because it's not a one-way street anymore. Consumers are in control of the information that they'll provide. Now let's move on to app growth insight number two. How to create an unbeatable product that eliminates churn and locks in users for the long run. Let's hear what our expert guests have to say. One of my mantras is you want to turn every every user, every player into an evangelist of the product. Like that's the ultimate goal. You're not going to complete 100% of that, but this is a critical way that you can build a relationship with a higher percentage of those 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 players, those people that download your app. And the more you can bend that curve positively, the more it has a, a, a monumental positive impact on your business result. Three major things that I've found we needed in order to be successful with growth. Um, the first being you have to build immediate value from the product to your users. So they have to know why they're coming on, what it's for, how it's useful for them, and then get impact out of it right away. The second is to build long-term value for them. So why do they come back over and over again? How does their experience and sort of feeling about the product change over time? And then the third is learning to master how it will grow. And at first you don't necessarily know that and you have to kind of tweak it along the way and aim for usually consistent growth and affordable growth, ideally, of course. If, if you can in real time pop up a little message uh, to, to my user that just lost that level for the third time in a row and they're getting frustrated maybe, if you could pop up that message in that moment saying, hey, see if you're struggling with this level, you spend 99 cents, get this, booster or whatever it is, uh, depending on the, on the, on the game genre, rather than, you know, churning and, and grinding or whatever, whatever is applicable to the app itself, uh, you're going to get a really, you know, much better conversion rate than if you sent that same offer the following day. Um, and it wasn't, it, it wasn't in the moment with that front, with that, with that player's kind of emotions, if you will. We also had the co-founder of Blue Fever app on our show and learned how they became a leading social networking app by creating a safe, non-toxic space for Gen Z and how they implemented user feedback the right way. ...are showing it, so 64% are taking breaks from social media, kind of popping around from platform to platform, hoping there's a better experience, and then 34% are leaving entirely. Um, and so when we, we looked at that, we just said teens need and Gen Z needs a new experience where community and technology can create this like safe and energizing space. And so uh, we set out to create this emotional media platform. Um, which we call an antidote to social media, which facilitates safe, uh, authentic expression, 
and social support and positive guidance through emotional relevance. So at a high level, that's like the problem we're solving. We think it's a huge opportunity space. And then Blue Fever itself um, is an app. So it's a non-toxic community app for uh, Gen Z to anonymously express themselves uh, with the guidance of what we call a big sibling algorithm um, who connects you to the support that you need for your growing up journey. Now let's move on to app growth insight number three, which is a big one, marketing. We collected lots of super valuable advice throughout the season about how to market your app the right way by learning things like which KPIs to measure, how to do A-B testing, and how to use gamification to keep your users engaged. Let's check it out. So right from the beginning, we, we started looking at down funnel metrics, which really sort of um, resulted in, in in, in, in users that were ultimately going to become payers for us and, and retained users. And so generally, and I think most people are looking at this now, but, but, but the right KPIs to look at are things like, uh, you know, your payers and, and your revenue and, 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 and the metrics to look at and related to that is the cost to acquire a payer, what's the return on ad spend or the return on investment. And the big difference for us, we generally look at return on investment, which is where we don't just look at the gross in terms of how much revenue comes in, but we also discount the cost on, on that revenue that we end up paying to different app stores, as well as our creators. So, so, so we take a subset of that revenue. Turning the paywall into a dynamic element is key. And then from there, why not, and this is really crucial, is have the ability to do A-B testing around um, all of these elements, the marketing messaging, the artwork, the pricing itself, the free trial duration, all those elements that, that sit on that paywall, and you may have more, multiple paywalls if I, as I've expressed. Now that they can be dynamic uh, and controlled from the cloud, uh, you don't need to just have a one-size-fits-all for anywhere that your user encounters it. As mobile marketing experts, we're often asked, what's that one piece of advice that we can give from an app growth perspective to help our users? And while we love to share our knowledge to help apps grow with the work that we do and the content we create, we wanted to share some valuable advice that we received from our guests that really struck a chord with us. We think you'll agree. From an app growth perspective, what really helped us out was if we were spending a dollar to acquire a user, you know, for a non-branded IP game, we were now spending 70 cents to acquire a user for a game that had a very relevant and identifiable brand that the user could relate to, right? And that difference between, you know, the arbitrage between a licensed IP cost and, and, a, and a generic brand cost really allowed us to scale because sometimes that difference is all you need to be able to get your lifetime value over the cost of acquisition. If you're investing in paid marketing and, right. and if you're investing in paid marketing profitably, um, right. the sooner you can get access to more funds, the sooner you can reinvest and right. you can create a, a flywheel of profit. And if your ROAS is five months or six months or eight months and you can take money today uh, at with some small fee that is less than your profitability at month eight and it takes you eight months to get repaid, well, you've just front-loaded your entire profit. 
Good stuff, right? Our last app growth insight is all about boosting your app's revenue through monetization. We started uh, 13 years ago, and a lot of people told us, you're never going to succeed with a subscription business in the current ecosystem. And we said, maybe. We'll see. We're going to try. 13 years later, we're here, and I see that same thing happening with apps right now, or we've seen it a few years ago. But over time, you see more and more and more apps, and now even games transitioning to a subscription model and raving about it because it's how they make money these days. So subscription optimization is more important than ever now. Retention optimization, getting those users to begin with, all those steps are critical to making money in 2022. As we come to the end of our season one highlight reel, we wanted to leave you with one final piece of advice from an app guru who's seen it all. Point of advice. Hire good people, great people. Make sure your culture is strong and your first people you hire are very like connected to your culture because it's very hard to just change a culture later. And focus on your core values and then make sure your data is clean and then focus on one thing at a time. And it's easy. Don't, don't look at your product or data with pink uh, glasses. Make sure you look at the real data and the real important KPIs. It's easy to look at your good, good KPIs and tell yourself you're good, but the reality, you probably need to, to look at the, the KPIs a hard way to make sure you, you take good decisions. Thank you so much for joining us on the App Growth Show, and we hope you've received as much value from our Season 1 guests as we have over here at App Growth Network. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go to appgrowthnetwork.com and book your free call with us to supercharge your app's growth. We're so excited to see what's in store for season two, and we have some plans up our sleeves that we think you'll enjoy too. So be sure to stay tuned. Bye for now.